Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what? Well, first, Happy New Year. It's 2014. I hope you lived to listen to this podcast. If not, well, I'm sorry that you died. Anyway, and the what is going to be a delightful trip back to the interesting groups of FetLife. Yes, I'm afraid the time has come to dip our toe back into the FetLife pool. I mean, when was that? Why, it was all the way back in November of 2011. Over two years ago, I have resisted from going back to FetLife. Now, of course, if you remember, and if you don't, explanation to follow, FetLife is an online fetish community. It is rather vibrant, rather large, and if you have a fetish, it is a safe place to go to discuss your fetishes. And in being such a great place to share your fetishes with other fetishists, you, you know, find a community. And so, this episode will be dumping right back in to the wonderful world of FetLife. So, happy 2014, everybody. And let's talk about ass play. <sighs> And to start this episode off, we will be reading from the About Me page of FetLife member Gaping Anus. Now, uh, I do not recommend going to Gaping Anus's page because if you're familiar with the photo of uh, Goatsy, the famous gentleman stretching his asshole apart, this page features that, uh, not him, not Goatsy, but this person actually doing that to themselves with a lot of their butt muscles coming out. It's really hard to look at. So... The About Me page of Gaping Anus. Gaping Anus. 43M Switch. Jersey City, New Jersey, United States. Orientation, pansexual. Active, I live it 24-7. Is looking for friendship events. About Me. Contact me at email redacted. Extreme male ass whore. Brackets 32YO. Slim, 6 feet tall, 8 inch cut, shaved 170 pounds. Seeks anal sugar daddy or mommy, brackets mature preferred, for financial support in my ongoing extreme anal training. The purpose of my daily extreme anal training routine is to produce the largest, most distended, irrevocably, and permanently gaped and hanging sloppy ring of destroyed, tensionless ass flesh anyone in the world has ever seen. This means total subjugation and permanent dysfunction of the anal sphincters for the purpose of more and more extreme constant anal penetrations, further extreme stretching and expansion of the dead ring of sphincters to produce a gaping hole and sphincter ring so enormously engorged, gaping, and hanging as to be plainly evident when observed even through loose clothing, a compelling permanent symbol of my total constant anal degradation. Achieving this goal through this routine requires great investment in time, tools, and necessary supplies to maximize the results. I have already invested 15 plus years and thousands of dollars to get where I am today, and though I have achieved much, it is only the tip of the iceberg. Your financial support is necessary to defray living expenses and enable me not to brackets or rarely work in order that I may dedicate the maximum amount of time working towards and achieving this goal, making me a 24-7 professional anal asshore. 
The only purpose is to create, expand, and show off the incredible fruits of my labors. The most massive, destroyed anus ever seen on Earth. Further investment is necessary for tools and supplies, including but not limited to large-slash-extra-large anal dildos, plugs and probes, anal vacuum pumping equipment, enema equipment, herbs, and medicines used to aid in training and speed advancement, as well as herbs to maximize testosterone production, increasing sperm production, increasing penis-slash-ball size, and creating near-constant, quote-unquote, priapism, constantly rock-hard, cock-tripping, pre-cum, and shooting hot sperm 24-7. Additionally, significant investment in a suitable play space where training can take place uninterrupted, including playback systems for constant exposure to hardcore anal pornography throughout training sessions. Anal pornography throughout training sessions. What do you, brackets, sugar daddy slash mommy, get out of all this? The privilege of witnessing my almost constant training sessions and participating as you wish at times. Brackets, no reciprocation is necessary if you do not desire. Experiencing and documenting my total and complete permanent anal destruction and subjugation and sampling the insanely expanded gaping ring of my hoard out sloppy punch hole using fists, dildos, plugs, and pumps on my anus, cock, and balls as I completely give into your slash my wanton desires as I slide forever into total anal depravity. You will be there to fuel my total depravity at all times, inspiring me through your words and actions to take these pursuits further than anyone has ever imagined. At our discretion, you can arrange for my slut whore hole to be shown off slash used by friends slash admirers, possibly for entertainment and slash or profit. I am not picking regarding who you must be as long as you meet these requirements. You can be male or female, TS slash TV, gay slash bi slash straight. Mature is preferred to ensure true devotion to this lifestyle, not just a passing fetish. Things I do like, huge asses, huge assholes, huge cocks, huge balls, huge tits. Contact me with your ideas. Oh, fuck. Ugh. Man, you just can't prepare yourself for gaping anuses, gaping anus. He has really done quite a lot of work on destroying his ass. Bravo. And a sample of the messages on his wall from his public friends. Volga writes, Thanks for the friend ad, dude. Fucking love your pics. You're incredibly hot. And Don Vito writes, I'd love to go elbow deep, two arms wide in that hole. Fucking sexy in the sleaziest way. And Kimberly Gray writes, Your ruined hole is like fucking perfect. <laughs> Your ruined hole is like fucking perfect. I hope one day I can get mine that loose. Heart emoticon. I love your style. And BJ Gummy writes, Just love your dedication to your cause, and I'm astonished what you have managed to do so far. I just love to watch your open hole, and to be honest, I envy you, since I am into ass destruction myself, but haven't come nearly as far as you have. Good grief. And Jessica Hart adds, I'm in love with your man cunt and we'll leave gaping anus's profile page and move on to the actual anal destruction group in a thread started by bareback fag 13 entitled sphincter muscle removal and it goes like this this topic may be a bit overkill and too extreme for some of you my master and i have been talking about the destruction in progress of my ass and i couldn't help but think about this i'd really like to find out more about a procedure that will permanently remove my sphincter muscles we want my hole to be as loose as possible we are trying to research everything we can about it but can only find ways to fix incontinence i want to permanently create it please share your thoughts and do not flame our personal search slash slave and Tinstar ads, 
Speaking for myself, I love holes so loose so I can just slide in for both Max pleasure. I do not like resistance going into the hole. When very, very loose, sex is mind-blowing. With a girl bottom, I'm so horny thinking of that going to visit my fav girl who is loose, loose, loose to pleasure the both of us. And Rocky Toads adds, The trade-off is creating incontinence. Developing controlling and elasticity, brackets i.e. hot kinky Joe, takes time and can give you that effect. Why permanently disable yourself? And Diablo Soul adds, Hi, I can only say that I support this idea. It's a fascinating idea of being as loose as possible and permanently open. Sadly, I don't know any pages where it's shown or some descriptions where and how to become that kind of total opened ass slut. I think the best way would be to go to a like-minded plastic surgery and I hope you will tell us if and where you got it done. Congrats for that step. Mike. And Golden Bob 70 writes, I'd share the reaction of Rocky Toads. With practice, you can really develop elasticity to be always ready to take even a fist without much or any preparation. Brackets, that's my case. But still be able to control yourself. If you're really seeking the loss of control, you could wear a hollow plug such as the L or XL Mio rings. Absolutely no way to control what's coming out. And a large open hole, but without disabling yourself permanently. And BarebackFag13 replies, Thank you, guys. I wear a large butt plug 24-7, trying to stretch out my hole. At the moment, I have been working a lot on my depth training. I can make a 12-inch double dildo. <laughs> I can make a 12-inch double dildo disappear and follow it with a butt plug and walk around for about an hour with it. At the moment, I am trying to take my 16-inch rambone, very thick, firm, and veins like a motherfucker. So far, I can only get about 10 inches in my hole, and I can't get any further. I have an 18-inch double dildo and a 28-inch double dildo coming in on Tuesday, so hopefully I can get those two going, and I can get the rambone all the way to the base finally. And Love Young Fister writes, I don't care about incontinence. I want my hole so loose, my lower hangs down several inches for play and then pushed back in. Put in a large butt plug with a seat harness to hold it in between play. Cutting the anal ring will destroy the ring where your hole can be entered with no lube. Nice man tail hanging down. I want... Ugh. I so want someone to do my hole that way. Then start destroying the second ring further up between the lower and upper. Find someone like that to destroy my rings is high on my list and very serious about it. And Sissy Baby Sarah writes, I would love to have mines removed. PM me if you want to do it. And Jack of Dutch 2 adds, I'm psyched for medical reasons such as, quote unquote, not wanting a permanent prolapse. You probably need a sphincter muscle. The trick is to have one permanently loose. If you want to wreck an ass, there are other ways to do it than surgery. How about some piercings or tattoos? You could use a red hot object or a cigarette to add some burn scars. There's always more ways than one to fry an egg. And Daddy Gaga Beach finishes the thread by saying, I love the idea of having a slut's asshole wide open and loose at all times. I used to shove huge potato. <laughs> I used to shove huge potatoes into a female friend's asshole and have her push them out slowly. After a while, would make her hold them inside all day, then had her shoot them out. Ruined her asshole. After that training, I never had issues with her hole. It stayed open. When I'd fuck it, it just went right in. No need for lube after you get them that loose. I love it. Beautiful. And staying within the anal destruction group, we'll move on to a thread started by Pinot, entitled Side Effects of Fisting and Stretching the Anal Ring. And it goes like this. First of all, I'm not into anal destruction for myself and others. However, my anus was formatted to accept fist and foot fucking. 
I'm not in search of ruined my anus, but want to be stretched to the limit. And of course, there are some side effects on this bodily function. Do you want to talk about these side effects? Fecal incontinence occurs when the normal anatomy or physiology that maintains the structure and function of the anal rectal unit is disrupted. Incontinence usually results from the interplay of multiple pathogenic mechanisms and is rarely attributable to a single factor. The internal anal sphincter, brackets IAS, provides most of the resting anal pressure and is reinforced during voluntary squeeze by the external anal sphincter, brackets EAS. The anal mucosal folds and the anal endovascular cushions. Disruption or weakness of the EAS can cause urge-related or diarrhea-associated fecal incontinence. Damage to the endovascular cushions may produce a poor anal quote-unquote seal and, for, and an impaired anal rectal sampling reflex. The ability of the rectum to perceive the presence of stool leads to the rectoanal contractile reflex response, an essential mechanism for maintaining continence. Pudendal neuropathy can diminish rectal sensation and lead to excessive accumulation of stool, causing fecal impaction, megarectum, and fecal overflow. <laughs> megarectum. The puborectalis muscle plays an integral role in maintaining the anorectal angle. Its nerve supply is independent of the sphincter, and its precise role in maintaining continence needs to be defined. Obstetric trauma, the most common cause of anal sphincter disruption, may involve EAS, the IAS, and the pudendal nerves singly or in combination. It remains unclear why most women who sustain obstetric injury in their 20s or 30s typically do not present with fecal incontinence until their 50s. There is a strong need for prospective long-term studies of sphincter function in the neuroparalysis and multiparous women. But there are also side effects on the quality of erection, fecal urgency, incontinence, deflatus, prolapse, quote-unquote bladder, gin, and rectum. And Akutsa24 writes, well, the side effects are kind of a no-brainer, but it is so worth it. MP no answers. Yes, side effects are normals with this practice. We accept them, but seems useful to talk about them. And Glasgow Matt 85 writes, this is a forum about anal destruction. The quote-unquote side effects you talk about aren't side effects at all. That is anal destruction. Whether we're curious or actively pursuing this kink, I'm sure we don't consider this stuff to be a side effect of what we're doing. It's the main event. And Pinot writes, I understand the issue here was the anal destruction. However, when I look at the profiles, very few persons present here show pictures of their ravaged ass. So I feel it's more a matter of fantasies than real destruction. I am open and formatted for the fist and penetration by the foot, but I'm not looking for destruction. I accept the side effects, of course, like to have gas and consonants after stretching. I especially believe that our research you fantasies are not incompatible and that we can talk about it here. And erotica dress-ups ads. Very interesting. I can see all points of view here. I have had my ass fisted for about 20 years now. I started young. My GF has taken to fisting my arse to a point it's fist punching and my ass... <laughs> Fuck. My GF has taken to fisting my arse to a point it's fist punching and my ass in a very satisfied way is destructed. Temporarily, of course, I haven't as yet felt any long-term side effects. She experiences amazing things with it like finding new deeper chambers and the gushing like spray my arse does internally. It's quite amazing, really. Maybe I'm lucky my body heals or adapted well to this activity. Or maybe as I get older, side effects will start showing. Getting older is inevitable. The question is this pleasure activity may infect either be positive destruction or a negative one. I'm sure we're all here discussing the positive, but it's also smart to look at the medical possibilities too. I've been fortunate as my ass seems to understand what I'm feeling and the feeling is euphoric. So it doesn't think anything is wrong, whereas somebody's might go into shock or just can't heal as well as some. 
And Aquaboyos finishes the thread by saying, I agree also with the above comments. I first got fisted about 20 years ago and love it as well as using toys in there. I recently took my first foot. <laughs> I recently took my first foot and I'm aiming at being double fisted as well as one fist to her elbow. Oh, the fun getting there, smiley face emoticon. Now, I have never had an issue with incontinence, though I've had the occasional shart, but that was due to being runny rather than no control. Dirty Garden Girl, brackets whose images you posted above, said to me one day that she has never been incontinent, and she also mentioned that the prolapse she has is never painful. I find her prolapse to look hot, yet not pretty at all. I guess mainly because I know what caused it rather than how it physically looks, and given half a chance, I would give one hell of a... Ugh. I guess mainly because I know what caused it, rather than how it physically looks, and given half a chance, I would give one hell of a tongue bath. Smiley face emoticon. Well, okay. And we'll move from the anal destruction thread to a similar group in the 24-7 anal stretching rings group in a thread started by Gwudor, entitled Swimming in the Sea. And it goes like this. I recently came back from my holidays at the beach. This time I took my Mio ring with me and decided to try it while swimming. Now the Mio ring are insertable metal rings that hold your ass open. Side note. It was a great feeling to feel the salty water entering me and to swim and jump over the waves with my hole fully exposed. In one of the waves, I must have clenched and the, and the plug was expelled. I was in shock because even if the sea wasn't that strong, there were still some waves and I couldn't see the bottom. Brackets, it's bottom, LOL. I was already thinking that I had lost the plug when my GF that was on the shoreline told me that she had seen it. I couldn't believe it, but when I went to the area she was pointing to, and there it was, being rolled by the waves. My beloved plug! I finally got a hold of it and immediately put it in again. The sea had returned my toy. I wore it several times more, and I really enjoyed the feeling. Has anyone else tried this? G. And Love Young Fister writes, Sounds great, the feeling. Thought about getting me one of those to open me up. Does fecal matter come through that? Can you get to the bathroom with it in? Or does it just keep cleaned out all the time? And Sandy Bottoms 007 writes, That's a pretty stupid idea. God forbid if a jellyfish or any other organism went inside, you'd be in serious trouble and an embarrassment to the emergency room. And Espartelliero writes, Acapulco, Mexico, Tuesday, March 6th, 2013. Let me add my experience to this. We live in tropical Acapulco in a house well over our private beach. My wife has already gotten me to wear... Ugh... We live in tropical Acapulco in a house well over our private beach. My wife has already gotten me used to wear my XL anal tunnel for two to three days with its new ventilated stopper. When we go swimming in our bay, she takes the plug out of my anal ring. Of course, before she has given me her fabulous enema machine, two high clonic enemas. After all, she does not want me to contaminate our beautiful clear bay. When I enter the ocean, I feel how beautifully the cool ocean water enters me. I have learned that by extending my belly, I can suck a lot more seawater into me, and by compressing, most of the water shoots out of me again. I am, I am functioning almost. <laughs> I am functioning almost like an octopus who propels itself by jet action. Of course, in my case, no propulsion. My big anal tunnel sits completely tight in me, and in our quiet bay, we have hardly any waves, so no chance of expelling it. And Rigor writes. 
I have to say I agree with the essence of Sandy Bottom 007's message. Even with a quote-unquote ventilated stopper, there is much too high a possibility for all kinds of dangerous aquatic stuff to find its way into your intestines. Small animals are found in all the waters of the world. Fish, shrimps, worms, jellyfish, brackets remember that the most venomous species of jellyfish are quite small. And just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean you're safe. It just means it hasn't happened yet. And plugged sun ads. I always do. I'm currently back in Spain for work and taking advantage of the great weather to go to the nudist beach with my trusty Mio in. I use the stopper cork, though, and love it. Really not into getting salty and possibly polluted water in my colon. And Guodor writes again, I don't know what type of sea people are used to, but this is like worrying about being naked and a fly coming into your mouth, nose, ears, or worst, a snake entering your anus while you are running and jumping. Really, when people want to freak out, they really can. We are part of nature. Don't fear that fact. For me, the flow of the seawater is even healthy. It was always something curative, and that helps balancing the body. Our body has no sweet water in it. I really enjoy the feeling. And Leo 766 finishes the thread by saying, I must try this. And we'll leave that thread to read another user member's About Me page. And this page belongs to user member Ass Destruction. And it goes like this. Ass Destruction, 35M Kingster, San Jose, California, United States. Relationship status, in a leather family. D's relationship status, baby boy. Orientation, heteroflexible. Active, I live it 24-7. Is looking for a play partner, princess by day, slut by night. About me, I live for the smell of female body odor. I've also been known to drink gallons of female squirt brackets in one gulp. If you're interested in punching me in the stomach and stepping on my balls, send me a message. We'll get Chinese takeout and watch the Smurfs. And we'll go from that profile to the group known as Anal Sadists and Sluts, brackets ASS. In a thread started by Valina entitled The Feeling, and it goes like this. There is nothing better than the feeling of being fucked in the ass. I can't get off without having a cock in my ass or getting myself in the mindset I get into when being ass-fucked. This is my first post here, but this is probably one of the best sections for me. Is it odd that I only get off if my ass is involved? It has driven a wedge in so many sexual relationships I've been in. And the erotic chef writes, No, not odd at all. We all have something that we like above others. If someone you date won't take your ass, then they're lost. I have problems finding a woman that enjoys getting her ass fucked well and often, but I keep searching. And Valinda replies, It's funny. I hear women talk about how much they hate it. Then when prompted, many men seem to dance around the subject. Out of all my sexual partners, only a couple have tried it, so I start to feel like maybe it's not normal or that it's odd. And in a sense, I know it's not. The insane amount of porn-slash-websites that are dedicated to it are numerous. I wish people didn't view it as so taboo. To me, it is one of the most fulfilling things that can be done to me. Thanks for the reply. And queer pain slut ads. I don't think it's odd at all. I get off nearly every time from anal sex. The same cannot be said for regular penetration. I can't get into anal just in any mood, but it doesn't take much to put me in the mood. Just keep doing what makes you happy, you know? Smiley face emoticon. And Liqueur writes, 
Valina, I don't think it's odd at all, but I do think it's unusual. Among all the women I've been with, brackets, not a huge number, given that I've been in serially monogamous relationships, but still, given my age, not a small number either, only two have been interested in anal sex, and only one enjoyed it enough to actively want it again. I have known other women I wasn't sexual with who loved it, and one or two who, like yourself, preferred it. I think most of us have a quote-unquote fetish in the sense that there is something we need to get off. For the average person, it's penile-slash-vaginal sex, but it's still a fetish in that sense of the word. For myself, I don't have to have anal sex, but as I get older, it becomes harder to come, and anal is the one thing that will guarantee that I do. I read about one guy, brackets, I think it was in Ruby Fruit Jungle, who could get off by having grapefruit thrown at him. And there are stranger fetishes than that out there, I assure you. Anal sex seems pretty ordinary by comparison. I urge you to embrace it. Continue to experiment with vaginal sex, but think of it as foreplay, prepping you for the ultimate act. As for men, there are certainly some out there who have a quote-unquote anti-fetish about anal. Most of them think it's either quote-unquote gay or it's dirty, but there are plenty more who love it. You'll find someone, I promise you. What makes me sad is that you say you feel ashamed. I hope you can get past that. I think you can find someone who loves that part of you. You will. But in the meantime, I can suggest that sometimes shame itself can be fetishized. You might want to look into that. And ask man for life ads. Stay here in the anal zone. We need more women like you. And Monty72 writes, Being a man through experimentation at a very young age, I found that I loved anal too. Then, of course, as I was growing up, I found out all too soon about the taboo of liking anal and being gay. I was very ashamed for a long time. For a long time, I thought I might be gay. After a lot of growing up and experimentation, then I found that I'm not gay and that it's perfectly normal. You have nothing to be ashamed of, and you should feel unique and special about your sexual expression. Find the right partner and be proud of who you are. Welcome. And AZ writes, brackets, I have one child colon, a planned and wanted child. I can only attribute that to my obsession with butt sex. Plus, as a sadist, it hurts and they deserve it. Win slash win. Mag. And Wolfman31 adds, I would fuck you in the ass. I love feeling myself inside a woman's ass. It makes me so hard. And Hot For You 2 writes, I prefer anal over vaginal probably 70-30. As far as getting off, each has its own kind of zing. What's best? Both at the same time. And Pain Puppy 27 writes, Amen to that. Besides being spanked and choked, I love a dick in my ass. And Hot For You 2 adds, You want to get banged in the ass? Then you look for guys that say they are bi. They won't have any problem getting it. There are lots of closeted bi's that say they are straight. I don't have time to quote-unquote addition them all to find out what I want. You won't have any trouble with quote-unquote don't touch my junk in a three-way or DP. Plus, I like to watch two guys going at it. And Steel Fox adds, Honestly, I'm a straight male that registers probably 20% gay, 80% straight, or so I've been told. I love anal, and I really hate to say it, but it's a deal-breaker for me. A woman is not even remotely sexually attractive to me if she doesn't like anal. I know it's shallow of me, and I hate myself sometimes, but it's a requirement. I honestly wish more women were like the OP. A woman that enjoys the slow pumping motion of a male phallus in her ass is more rare than the man that does the pumping. I think a lot of guys ruin it for women by being too rough and not treating the anus gently before pounding it. I honestly wish I had a submissive that enjoyed anal more than vaginal. You're not so rare in your like of anal. Maybe other ways, but it's not as common as other fetishes. And Kinky Biker Slut adds... When I get an ass-fucking cock, dildo, or strap-on, I always come harder and faster. I think it's where my G-spot moved to. And although there are many other replies in this thread, I'll finish with Call Me Buana's reply, Everything is better with ass. And the final thread we'll read for this episode is again in the Anal Status and Sluts group, brackets ASS, by username 
Pussy Boy, Pissy Boy, in a thread entitled, Do Women Like to Watch One Man Force Fuck Another? And it goes like this. I'd love to be the subject of a girl's night. You all sitting around drinking wine and giggling as a couple of big guys strip me and chain me and fuck me thoroughly and roughly mouth and ass for your entertainment. Wouldn't you gals get a kick out of that? And Esme Von Black adds, Nope. And Here Comes Trouble adds, Nope. And I like watching Mail on Mail. And Daner X writes, Absolutely. And Bite Me, Bruise Me adds, Oh God, yes, I would enjoy that so thoroughly, especially if I can give commands slash suggestions and watch your eyes bug out and tear up as they destroy you. This is a huge fantasy for me. And Bite Me, Bruise Me adds again, Forced Fuck Men is one of my favorite fantasies. I love the voyeuristic sides of it, but being the one to give the directions makes me even hotter. And Neff212 adds, I mean, if it's consensual, cool, but it seems like some people in this thread just want to see a guy raped. And his sweet tart adds, Depends on if it's just a scene, and all are willing participants. If all are willing, yep, pretty sure I would watch. Kind of agree with some of the others giving some orders could be pretty fun too. And Liqueur writes, At bite me, bruise me. To be the subject of such fantasies, like or yours, brackets, I mean having someone like you use me to realize her fantasies is a very big fantasy of mine. I love that. I wish you were closer. And Bite Me, Bruise Me replies, at liqueur, this is something I've never experienced. In fact, I found the idea completely by mistake while randomly perusing some naughty videos when I was younger. For some reason, seeing two to three men take brackets, con hyphen non-con, really gets me going. I guess maybe I like seeing the pain, the loss of control, and even though I've never identified as any sort of top slash dominant slash sadist, I'd greatly enjoy this, especially sitting around drinking wine and chatting with others who enjoy watching while someone is taken just feet away from me. To be immersed, see it, hear it, would be lovely. At meable, yes, I don't normally do the instruction giving thing, but wow, to know that there are men willing to be taken for my enjoyment at my will, oh yes, even a first time gay male experience would be great. If I could be in charge, for some reason to me, anal should just be at least moderately painful, and first time anal is my number one fantasy, no matter who it is. I love anal virgins. The look of shock as they take a cock in the ass the first time drives me nuts. I love to hear a virgin cry a bit or beg to stop it. Combine that with a quote unquote forced atmosphere brackets again con hyphen non con and you'll have me begging for more i get engrossed watching and directing and pussy boy pissy boy writes my wife used to love it she would have guys come over to the house i'd be ordered to strip for them crawl on the floor service them with my mouth in any way they liked licking their balls sucking their cocks tongue fucking their assholes then she would shackle me ass high and open them for me to fuck she took pictures and sent them to her sisters they especially liked the ones of cum drooling down my face or down my ball sack okay well what did you think of that fet life does not disappoint as I mentioned early on, FetLife is a relatively active community and very supportive community. People go there because it's a place to talk about fetishes and a lot of fetishes, you know? So if like you're into one thing, you might discover, hey, I'm into anal destruction. I'm also an anal sadist. Hey, two great groups that taste great together. I will say that the photos on the first page of the first guy who wanted to have his find a sugar daddy to have his ass destroyed are really gross. I mean, maybe maybe I'm being judgmental, but that sort of inside-out butthole with all the ass meat showing, a la Goatsy, but more like, not actually like pulling yourself open kind of thing, but just like inside-out is, um, it's unappealing. I don't know what would make one think that was appealing. What would happen to you in your life where you're like, you know what's really hot? 
big old veiny insides of my colon and rectum. Check it out. Hope you like grayish, pinkish flesh with lots of veins in it. Ugh. Heavy on the ass play this episode. Or ass talk, I should say. Besides that, I don't know. People seem to like it. I have enough problems with my lower GI regarding IBS and things like that that I think uh, I'd be too concerned about having some sort of problem. Of course, I'm sure these people take great care to enema and do all kinds of things to keep accidents from happening. Anyhow, I hope you enjoyed it. That was another reading from the great pages of FetLife. In other news, uh, I want to thank everybody who over the holidays, we got a couple donations. I want to really thank those people, specifically Eric Schroeder and Melissa Matheny. Thank you so much for your donations. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Kayla Backman for sending me yet another lovely holiday card. She has uh, also sent cards for the podcast's anniversary and stuff like that. Very thoughtful. And um, I want to thank everyone who's written all these amazing reviews on iTunes soon. We're, I think, about 14 away from... 200 reviews on iTunes so um, and I think that's like 200 uh, votes like stars and I think 118 actual reviews or something like that and there's just been a nice little flurry of reviews lately so if you uh, if you're feeling inspired feel free to write a review and upvote the podcast because uh, having 200 I don't know if that means anything to iTunes but having 200 review, reviews would be uh, a nice feather in the cap and only four of those are one star. Don't feel like I'm asking you to give me one star. I prefer five stars. And I'm asking for it. But I think I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. To the listener who sent me the link on how to correctly pronounce Rammstein or whatever it was. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't listen to the link. The pr- correct pronunciation. Because uh, it doesn't matter to me. But I'm, I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. I doubt I'll be pronouncing it in the future, but maybe if I go to a Rammstein forum, fans of Rammstein, it'll come up again. Then I'll be like, nah, I better go back and listen to it. But for the time being, I'm going to keep mutilating it. Not a whole lot else. I still have a bunch of magnets. If you need a magnet for the podcast, please send me an email at loureads at gmail.com. So I think that's going to do it. Um, I'm sorry if you feel this episode is short. It's uh, just under... 30 minutes of actual ass talk, but uh, for me, that's enough. For me, that was plenty. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads, FetLife's Ass Play and Destruction and Sadism Groups. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>